Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. To the starting five podcast on SB Nation, Christy Bear Blues. I'm the one P Sharp with the guys. What's going on, y'all? I'm the Desmond Bain of the group of the starting five. Uh, at underscore Scott Leader on Twitter. What's going on? It's your boy Brandon Sheedy Clark holding it down. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Your man Tev Main Event Shakir. Make sure y'all hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, follow us at Twitter at starting five, the number five MEM. Follow Grizzly Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies and listen to the other podcasts on the network, 3ND, Core 4, and GBB Live as we're spitting spin, out content every week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, as Skyler said, he's this man group. Unfortunately, technically he's not because they still are not starting him. And Joe Moton next is still on this campaign to start start dancing bang you cowards. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh man, we need him to start, bro. I need some shot. I need him to shoot more than five times a game. Uh-huh. But as y'all know, we do a recap. All right. Got the schedule pulled up. Played the Lakers twice. Play Cleveland. And we played Brooklyn. We had one and three in those games. Played Lakers tough. But LeBron and AD decided to wake up the last five minutes or so in each game and finish this off. Cleveland was a bad loss, and we'll dive more to that in a second. And Cleveland and Brooklyn, we won once again without Kyrie and KD. But once again, we didn't have Jai and Jaren. So win is a win. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. So now we are three and six. So I guess throughout the week, what are your thoughts on the four games, man, of this past week? Um, I'll kick us off. I think one thing that I mentioned last week, because I think I said I, w- I had a potentially going one and three um, on the week, and that win was go- was, uh, was going to be against the Cavs, but we definitely took an L there. But another thing that I did mention is, as of now, until Jaw and Jaren and Justice Winslow gets back, I'd just rather 
see the Grizzlies team play hard, play competitively. Um, and I think you can see from from the games that we had this past week, that's what exactly what they did. I mean, going into um, last Sunday's game, the Lakers were averaging 118 points. And you held them first game to 108. The second game, you held them to 94 points. If you tell me that going into that week, I actually probably say you win one of those games. Um, but like you said, Sharky, I think um, the Anthony Davis and the LeBron James effects um, came into hold, and when you're when you're um, short on your roster, when you're without two of your best players, you potentially could lose those games. Um, so um, those two losses necessarily don't um, phase me any. I was a little hurt that we did not grab the the Cavaliers win. Um, they were also or the Cavaliers game. Sorry, they were short um, shorthanded as well. They were without um, a couple of their guards. Kevin Love was out. Um, and so, for the most part, I think that game was um, – I think I was tweet- live tweeting during the game, and that game was a pretty back-and-forth game. It wasn't the prettiest game to see, as you can tell by the <laughs> by the final score. Um, but it was a game that you really thought that the, the Grizzlies could have had. But um, the likes of Larry Nance Jr. and uh, and Andre Drummond, who has the ugliest floater I've ever seen on the face of this earth um, – kind of took over the game with um with a couple minutes left and so the Grizzlies did take their loss but it was good just to see the Grizzlies um finally get their first home win of the season against the Brooklyn Nets although it be like you said without Katie and Kyrie but we'll take a win at this point so um hopefully we can continue to play um uh, competitively we can continue to um give these teams um at least a run for the money we aren't getting blown out which is good um so hopefully we can maybe within the next couple of games um just looking at the schedule uh, I know we'll get to that here in a second, but hopefully we can grab a couple wins um, as we kind of start to get healthy and players start to come back. Um, I should have exactly uh, with you, Skylar. I think when we look at the Lakers games, we all have, you know, a one win, hopefully, um, that LeBron and AD didn't play, and they ended up playing both of them, right? So we thought that that would be at least one win. But for the second game to be as close as it was, I think you got to give the Grizz credit for the heart that they showed in those two games. But like you also, I'm a little, okay, I won't say a little bit, but I'm very disappointed that we didn't get the win against the Cavs. They were missing their top two guards and guarding six. And I think those, that's a win that when we have, when we the talent that we have, we have outside of John Jaron, I think we still could have got that win. You know, we out-rebounded we out them by 10, so the energy was there. Um, you know, the effort was there, but we just didn't get the dub. And then we go against the Nets, you know, without KD and Kyrie, but we're still missing out to those, like you said. Um, we got the dub, but the Cavs, the Cavs game still hurts a little bit because we that's a game that we definitely should have won. That's a game that we really – and I mean, we, we, we gave away. Um, so hopefully we continue to, to, to do our thing defensively. Um, I just looked up the stats. We're actually top three in steals in the league right now. And I think that's a stat that going forward, we're going to consistently be in, especially if we're going to continue to start, which I've been rooting for, Kyle Anderson at the three. Like, of course, we won't score as much points. You know, a lot of people saying, sorry, bang, you know, we need to get the three-point shot going. But this is the thing that reminds me of the Pistons that were defense first. And I think that when you watch a Grizz play, you know, we, we shout out to Savage. You see, call out Dylan Brooks with his fake defense, but he's still one of the better defensive guards, you know, in the game, in my opinion. So, I think we're going to win. A, uh, the games that we will win are going to be low scoring and and, you know, Dejan Bain is best coming off the bench, and I want all the smoke who think otherwise. <laughs> yeah. um, I think the thing that's beautiful about 
the win and loss column is it doesn't say who was injured or not. It just says W or L. Um, and so I I called this wrong. I said we would go 0 and 4 this time. Um, definitely glad and proud of the win. Um, I, I think that Cleveland team is better than it than people predicted before the start of the season. Um, it is still a small sample size. Uh, again, I know we'll talk about the rest of the schedule later on. Uh, but I agree, it was a game that was winnable. Um, the Lakers' second game was good. Uh, but again, probably what we did with Brooklyn. This Brooklyn team was actually a, a team that was in the playoffs last season. Um, you know, minus a KD, minus a Kyrie. Um, so, I mean, to get that win against that type of team, hey, you'll take it. Um, a great building block moving forward uh, for the team. And Dang was like three for three. He had a stretch where he was looked untouchable. Um, looked like he he was worth his contract just a little bit. Um, but, yeah, shout out to them for winning at least that one against the playoff team. And then another two losses against the Lakers. Um, when LeBron wants to win a game, LeBron wants to win a game. Um, there's no one in this league that can stop him. So I hate to play devil's advocate on that one, Shidi, but you brought up the Nets when going to the playoffs last season, which is true, but they're also missing Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, for the rest of the year. So I know we only see the W's and the L's, but we only beat them, you know, by five, and they're missing their top three, arguably the top three players in the Cavs, like I said, missing their top two is like we these are games that we could that we that we should win. We definitely want a Nets one, but I expect a little bit more out of the you know, out of the grids going forward, especially against a team that's missing three of three out of their four best players. I mean, to play devil's advocate on their part, we're missing our three best players, or arguably three best players if you count Justice as the third. So in a similar sense, it's kind of like even playing field. Yeah. But I still think the Cleveland game was a bad loss because we we were still building in them even without our top players. Because, I mean, it was Andre Drummond and who? <laughs> Cody Austin. Larry Nance. Let me say Zeddy or Jetty Osman. It's spelled like Zeddy, but it's the one that played with LeBron. Uh, you talk about. Yeah. Uh, who was the Damian Dotson? This who we lost to, y'all? Nah, they. The Grizzlies that game, you can kind of say they kind of took their foot out the gas. They kind of looked at, looked at Cleveland was like, oh, they down these players. Not realizing you down your own players. So you got to come play hard every night, period. So that was a bad loss, inexcusable. I kind of had a feeling we were going to lose that one. Um, the way we lost in the end, why is Andre Drama at the 3.9? Why are we paying special attention to him and he's near the 3.9? Mm-hmm. Let him have it. Yep. That didn't make any sense. Not when you got JaVale McGee in threes. <laughs> <laughs> Andre Drummond ain't hitting threes. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, Ben wasn't in the game. I think it's just uh, – that was – I don't know. That was inexcusable. There is no reason why he should have gotten that much attention to your point, Sharky. Um, at the end of the game, that far from the basket, like everything, <laughs> everything that he took outside of a free throw was inside the restricted area. So why that many eyes was, was on him as he had the ball in his hand, like that was – I don't know. I think between – Kyle Anderson and who I think somebody else kind of blew that coverage there. I can't remember exactly who it was, but Tyus Jones. Yeah, you go. Kind of there's no reason for that one. Yeah. But they recovered. Beating winning the Brooklyn game was important after that, especially with uh Karis the right dropping 43. Mm-hmm. So back to back too. It's a back to back game. 
So pulling that off, uh, Brandon Clark had a great game. Dylan Brooks had a good shooting game. Uh, Brandon Clark took more shots than Dylan, Dylan Brooks. Um, shocking, but we'll take that. <laughs> Brooks. That's a person that's had, first for everything, right? <laughs> but Brooks had no assist, though. So I don't know exactly who's playmaker in that game. He just took that shots than Brandon Clark. <laughs> but he shot well. Uh, I think Tyus Jones had double-double with 10 and 11. Uh, JV went out, though. Um, as we are recording on Saturday, this episode comes out Monday, so I know more news to drop in between now in the time period, but JV did lead the game uh, due to safety precaution. They said he did not test positive for COVID, though, but that has to be the reason why he left. He right. wasn't injured related. Right, mid-game, literally. Right. <laughs> yeah, no return. Right. Uh, and that's why it's good that he won the game, especially when I thought when he left, that's when Brooklyn came back because we were up by 20. And this time, we were, re- we were recording our Let's Be Real podcast, but I was still glancing over. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he left out, as soon as I saw the message that he was out, I saw the lead dip from 20 to, like, three. <laughs> so I was like, doubt. But put it off. Like I said, Lakers play tough. Um, and, but we knew what's up. LeBron, uh, like she just said, LeBron wanted to win the game. He's going to win it. He just did to Chicago. Uh, Zach Levine was going off, and LeBron said, nah, I got you, young fella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to go with the end. Um, so it's good. It is what it is. Jabba Rat has been looking good in videos, which I figured, like I said, it's Brian Angles. And he got doctors, and obviously he's using other regimen like rice and all type of other stuff that works. <laughs> <laughs> Got him on some everything right now. <laughs> so uh, that's the thing he could play now if, he, if they would allow him to, but they're going to take it slow. I, I agree with that. Still take it slow. I would like both him and Jaron to come back together. Or if just all three of them come back together, that would be perfect as well. But mm-hmm. take the time. Hopefully, I'm looking at MLK Day possibly, but <clears throat> who knows? Right. Uh, Fans are allowed back in the arena. Some fans are allowed back in the arena now. But next week, or this week, got Cleveland again. Revenge game. This time, probably caught six and we'll be playing, though. Um, we got Minnesota twice. These are straight road games, by the way, at Cleveland, at Minnesota, back-to-back. And versus the league, the, they did have the best record in the East, in the East Conference and NBA, I think. Philadelphia mm-hmm. 76ers. Mm-hmm. So, what would our record be after this week? And I'm assuming nobody's coming back. Um, the record would be after this week. Uh, I'm actually, I could see somehow, some way, the Grizz pulling out two wins in this. Um, because you have Minnesota on the schedule twice. And not to say I think the Grizzlies beat them twice. Um, it also could happen. But I think... If you just kind of look at their, their most recent games, they aren't getting blown out. They aren't just like losing by 10, 15. They're actually competitive in all these games. Uh, and I think as you kind of see Brandon Clark, I mean, Brandon Clark has been really good over the past week, week and a half. So you kind of, you're starting to see flashes of uh, Brandon Clark from last year. So as you start to see uh, Brandon Clark kind of come back to form, hopefully some way on the God's green earth, we can start to see more shots for Desmond Bain, who I we got to look this up. What is he shooting like? 60% from three or something? Like he almost like never misses. Um, so as you see that now, it is a big question about um, how long JV is going to be out. I think that's the big question. We do not know that yet. Because um, if he's going to be out for all four of these games or potentially longer than that, could 
sway my pick to go um, either way. But um, have gl- glass half full. I'm going two and two. So record, I guess, after this would be five and eight is what I'm going with. I will go four and nine. Um, so that means I have us winning one of the games. That game will be the one in Minnesota. Um, I think especially if uh, Saxon comes back and, like I said, uh, she hit it on the head like Cleveland's been falling. I definitely give him credit on that. And like I said, they beat us when two of the top players were gone. So it's, it's especially we missing JV, um, the Cavs are definitely going to rebound us for sure. And I think Saxon's going to come back and do some numbers um, against our guards. So I think we're going to lose that Cleveland game again. Um, I do see us winning one of the Minnesota games. And, you know, we got to give credit to Philadelphia. Like, they got the best record in the league right now. Uh, they're playing great on the Doc Rivers. Um, Joel Embiid is playing, like, you know, MVP caliber, which I've been waiting to see for the last two, three years. So we do got to give credit to, to the Sixers, um, especially if JV gone. If JV gone, like, <laughs> Joel may have a field day with us on that day. So mm-hmm. um, I, th- I definitely think we're going to go one and three. Of course, I don't want us to do it, but uh, – if we do, I, I, I'll be I'll be content as well. So it is what it is. Yeah, um, man. If JV's gone, I, well, let me back up before we go any further. Uh, Scott hit on something about the Lakers scoring like 118 a game, and like the Grizzlies' problem is not offense. I mean, defense. It's offense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. That's the problem that I see moving forward. That we just need some more offense, but we all clearly know. Um, now, if JV's out, Carl Anthony Towns is coming back to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, and without a low post presence to actually defend him regularly, um, that's a problem in Minnesota, if you ask me. Um, I'm not talking Anthony Edwards, I'm talking D'Angelo Russell, but Carl Anthony Towns, and he wants to come back with a mean streak, uh, could be potentially hurtful. Um, and I think the Cleveland game is going to be a revenge game, um, but I don't think they pull it out. Um, so I actually, I, I don't like this stretch with JV out. Now you're really talking about the top three players out. Um, and so I don't, I don't see a win here, fellas. I'm sorry. Um, I'm saying 0 and 4. It's okay. I got us. I got us two and two. Don't ask me where those two wins are coming from, but I got two and two. We love your optimism. I'm riding along with him. Give me two and two, man. Revenge game is going to be success. There you go. Beating Cleveland, you go. Let's go. And <laughs> also, we're going to beat Minnesota one of those times. Uh, I understand uh, Mr. Anthony Edwards. I know we gave him some flack, but he's been balling since the season has started. So, you know, I can't give him his uh, shine. Uh, he just scared me a little bit. I saw that donkey at the other, the other night. Uh, he's looking pretty good out there. The Rick is not looking good. You know, Melo, uh, James Wiseman, they all looking pretty good. <laughs> But we're going to beat them one of the two times. They're going to get us. Uh, Philly at home. Obviously, we can't win at home. So, I mean, we just got our first win at one and five. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a loss. <laughs> I think in the spirit of us, like, really trying to see what we have talent-wise on the team, a name that we haven't brought up yet that's been playing really good basketball for the Grizz is Jane, Gorgie Jane. Like, he's been doing his thing. And I think if JV is out, I'm actually excited to see what he does, you know, in this starting lineup. Like I said, he's been balling for us. He's been doing his thing. And, you know, he received a lot of flag on why is he still with the Grizz over the summer by a lot of Grizz fans that think they know everything. But Jane is, like, the perfect backup center for us. He can literally do everything for us. So I'll be excited to see what he does uh, in the starting lineup. Oh, he increased the trade stop. That's what he's doing. 
Yeah, uh, I, 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 sorry, sorry, go ahead. My bad. Oh, you go. I was like, he increased that trade stock because they were and taking that. Yeah, I agree with you. But um, to Tuke's point, I think what I try, what I, and this is something we could possibly uh, potentially do. Maybe it's like stars of the week, like who for the Grizzlies uh, kind of, mm-hmm. I guess, outshined everybody else um, for that particular week. Um, I think if I'm going to go on the, the list that I have, I think Brandon Clark is one. Um, Brandon Clark is one. Desmond Bain is two. But Gorgie Jane, to Tuke's point, has been really, really good. Um, he's been able to um, make a lot of hustle points. He's getting deflections. Um, he's making three-pointers, which is allowing um, space for Kyle Anderson, um, allowing space for everybody else on the floor. So I think, to Tuke's point, Gorgie Jane has played really, really well. All right, Mr. Ted, who's your start of the week, Shady? Oh, Brandon Clark, man. Um, without a doubt. Um, I, I hear what we're saying about everyone else, though, too. Um, if JV isn't on this injury protocol, I could have even thought about him, too. Um, not everything shows up on the stat sheet as well uh, for JV. Uh, but Brandon Clark, uh, did, been doing the intangibles. Um, scoring's been up in these last couple games when we needed it. Um, so he would get my star for this week. And mine would be Tyus Jones, actually. He's been pretty solid. Um, like I said, he's sis knows me up. That floater. Uh, I don't think I've seen him as a floater at all. Mm-mm. So he ain't missing that. Yeah, get more of those for him. Because <laughs> I, I don't see him ever missing them. So I can tell you, I mean, both of them and Brandon Clark started the season struggling. And since they've mm-hmm. been inserted to start lineup, they've been playing better. Mm-hmm. Just need them to play better when they go back to the bench. Yeah. <laughs> I know Tukes, you got Gorgie James. So, which I Gorgie James had a pretty good week, but I also believe that's uh, it's a contract year and increasing that trade stock. Let's go. <laughs> we'll take it. Hey, he, he got to do what he got to do, man. Hey, right. if anything, to so, so Sharky's name, he could be part of that, uh, that build to build deal. And that's why we're going to next <laughs> the trade talk. Bradley Field had back to back games and losses, my ad, where he has scored. 60 points against the Philadelphia 76 we just got done talking about. And he scored 41 yesterday for a total of 101 points in two games, man. The most or second most uh, behind Devin Booker for most points in a two-game span that resulted in losses. Um, I'm not about to go into those. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bradley Bill to Memphis, Bill to Bill, Bill Street. Rings the tune, don't it? I know y'all love all these Jaden Greens and Kay Cunningham's and stuff. I wouldn't mind them. I also wouldn't mind the trade for Bradley Bill as well. So you saying this this could possibly be a draft day trade if the Grizz just somehow get a top five pick? Uh, I'm talking about before. Uh, the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't think about Larry Pickman in, in the discussion. I was thinking about before. I'm just saying. I ain't gonna lie, man. Why uh, Brad Bill just brought me to the back when Skyler was like uh, talking about Devin Booker uh, pre Chris Paul. He's like, you put up 70, lose by 30. <laughs> but that's all I could literally think about is just Skyler Paul now, man. Just dying laughing. Like, they ain't no more for no buckets, but they keep losing. <laughs> I gotta find the episode. Let's be real, bro. I'm gonna get that right. Say the audio for that. that, right. that little we gonna put that in the episodes. One of the best quotables for sure. 
are we are we going into the potential deal or are we just kind of just kind of brought it up? Yeah, just kind of brought it up. Oh, okay, I guess. I mean, I, I I like the idea. I love the 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 phrase that comes with it. I'm just not sure if currently if the Grizzlies have enough to get Bradley Beal because Bradley Beal is legit. I think I mean, right. we're talking about how many points per game he's putting up, and he's he's absolutely balling. But if you take out Jaw, if you take out um, Triple J, like I'm pretty sure nobody. I'm not sure if people want to add him to the deal. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> hey, some people because, <laughs> in my opinion, I, I, you, you got to put one of them in there to get Bradley Beal, and of course, Jaw ain't going there. So, how badly do you want Jaw? Uh, uh, um, how badly do you want Triple J? I keep him oh, in that case. You have to keep him. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just feel like you can trade trade him straight up for Dylan Brooks, like you know, what I'm saying? Oh. straight up. <laughs> this ain't trash talk, bro. This ain't good. <laughs> you know what? I want you to break up, man. You, Kelly Oubre been looking pretty good, man. Why you? Why you? Why you keep giving us the wrong podcast? Can we talk about the good stuff? We're talking about going up sixty and losing by thirty. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about Dylan you have and his goals. It would have to be. It would have to be Dylan Brooks. You got to throw another guard in there because I mean, you, at minimum, you got to make the money work. I'm not because sure, I'm, I'm not one of those people that's, that's really good with yeah. financial trade packages. But what you change? Yeah, the money. Brooks, whether that may be Ty Jones or uh, Gorgie Jane, but you you got to make the money work. If anything, it has to make it, for the Wizards. It has to be enough for them to at least pick up the phone. And Phil mm-hmm. and Burks alone ain't enough to pick make anybody fun. <laughs> if anything, I'm just gonna be like, oh, okay, it's the Grizzlies. Then I'm talking about that. Dylan Brooks over Kelly Oubre, though. Tell you that much. Facts. Wow. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> this fatty, bro. It's all good. That's the hey, karma. Remember those are almost trade though. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. How long, how long ago that was? Man. Now look at Kelly Oubre. Like you know what? Maybe they want their bag. That is messed up, man. All right, I got something else I saw. Uh, Sean Coleman from GPB, man. He posted this in the GPB chat. Man, I want to bring this up from NBAanalysis.net. <laughs> All right, James Harden still not traded, so they decided, hey, why not get him to the greasy somehow? And they decided this is the trade that they cooked up. James Harden what, and Ben McAdoo. What? We get more than James Harden? I'm not getting Ben McAdoo back in Memphis for one, but, you know, Ben McAdoo, James Harden, Daniel House, four, Dylan Bruce, Brandon Clark, Gorgie Jane, Justice Winslow, two first round, three first round picks in 2021, 2023, and 2025. I'm, I'm pretty sure the person that made this trade was like, I'm going to just make the monies match and see where the rest follows. Like, nah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm good with this one. If I'm Houston, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. To Scott's point, if Brad Bill, if you talk about Brad Bill is going to get Triple J or uh, a job, they definitely going in James Harden deal. <laughs> I mean, hell, because. I mean, so what Sharky just said, if this is the deal of I'm Houston, I'm like, 
what? <laughs> but if I'm Memphis, I'm like, hell, I'll take that. Even if I only know I'm getting James Harden for three years, I'm pulling the I'm pulling the trigger on that quickly. Quickly. That's that's a done deal. I signed this deal yesterday. <laughs> Are you kidding? I do that with a heartbeat. Yeah. For nothing. Low key. Right. Because <laughs> the three first round picks gonna be late picks, so you like them. <laughs> yeah, not worried about it. I, right. I'm, I'm, I'm good on first round picks. I'm good on them. Right. You can get Desmond Bain in the first round, like we just did late in the first round. We can find a way to do that. Mm-hmm. These ain't lottery picks that's gonna be giving up. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I saw no protections on it. I will pull this in the park. I don't. I wouldn't. I would do this even if James Harden said he would only be here two years. I would still do this. <laughs> because if anything, that's gonna at least sell tickets. Well, well no, of course, when fans get back, when fans are allowed I to say, sell tickets, we, we, <laughs> we can't even buy tickets. Well, they're definitely in the playoffs. We're going to buy NBA, NBA TV subscriptions. <laughs> Maybe yep. we can finally get a game on ESPN or something. Uh, <laughs> that'll help in that aspect, huh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever, man. Hey, speaking of ESPN, though, shout out to ESPN for giving Memphis a top 10 ranked but still giving us a game and a half on ESPN. Like, that, <laughs> that makes sense, right? Well, shout out to Memphis for watching ESPN. Shout out to y'all. I ain't in Memphis no more. I don't watch ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> that is fact. But thanks this episode, man. Anybody got anything else? All right. Remember, follow us at Starting 5 to number 5, M-E-M. Follow me at the one, D-A-O-N-E. Underscore P Shark. And I'm at underscore Scott Later on Twitter. Again, I'm the Desmond Bane of the group. When he starts to start. Uh it's really shady. That's it. I at Tab Shakir, Twitter, uh holding down in the paint once again. You know, we're gonna see how, how this week goes. Hopefully we don't go 0 and 4, but it's looking like it. Me. You're you're part of the second crowd, so I think you would like it, actually. I mean, you know, <laughs> let, let's agree to disagree on the word tanking, but you know, yeah. Uh, compared to competitive losses crowd. There you go. There but you, you go. But you didn't like the Cleveland loss though. I mean, that's a game that we should have won, but we mm-hmm. lost it, so it is what it Just is. Competitive loss though. I mean <laughs> we it's a it's a loss in the column, you know what I'm saying? Shout out yeah. to the Six Mafia Grizz, you know. It's not a C L, L. All right, man. Remember, follow SBN Grizzlies as well. Listen to the other podcasts, 3 and D, Core 4, and GPP Live as they come out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and we lead off on Mondays. Till next time, though. Thank you, Grizz. Peace.